Hey, hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this conversation. I am your host, Alec Beers. I am currently the marketing coordinator for a local private school in Lacey with a background in audiovisual production and advertising. I'm very excited to launch this podcast, and I'm especially excited to be starting with this series. Over the next few weeks, you'll be hearing discussions with local business owners about the impact of the COVID-19 crisis. You'll hear how it has impacted them, how the various government efforts have helped, and most importantly, you'll hear how they've adapted and overcome the challenges that we're all facing and how they are approaching the future. I was particularly excited for the conversation you're about to hear. Christine Forey is a pillar in my local business community. She is currently a real estate agent, but her background in business is one of the most varied I've heard so far. She may not realize this, but many of my business endeavors started on a legal pad in a coffee shop that she used to own. She is also the president of one of our local chambers, and her perspective through that is incredibly valuable and definitely worth listening to. As you're listening, you'll have to forgive some of the audio quality. These interviews were conducted over video conferencing as we are observing social distancing. In the future, I hope to be able to record in a proper radio studio, but for now, let's jump right into the conversation with Christine Forey. Okay, we're going. So tell us a little bit about your business and what your position there is. Well, I am Christine Forey and I'm with Keller Williams. I'm a real estate agent, broker in the area. I work in Thurston County, Lewis County, Pierce County, and some King County. And so I'm all up and down the I-5 corridor. Um, Yeah, so I've been doing it for about two years. Two years, actually, March 1st. I'm pretty new. Um, I used to be the previous owner of Forza um, Coffee in Lacey. And uh, we sold that, and then now I do this. So this is a pretty new profession for me, but I'm pretty I'm enjoying it. So it's been a good transition and a good fit for me. Yeah, that's good. How long did you own Forza? Um, about five years. Okay, and what were you doing before before you owned a coffee shop? Um, I was a regional vice president, also a uh, a leader with a company called Parlight for about seventeen years. I did that. And uh, that's a, a, a direct sales company. And um, then before that, I worked at the sheriff's office for about seven years in master control in the jail. And so I watched inmates through cameras, which was nice. <laughs> Fun, <laughs> I guess. So A diverse range of, yeah. of, of business experience there. Very much so. Um, I've been in Thurston County since uh, we moved here when I was in sixth grade. My dad moved here. We moved here uh, Fort Lewis. My dad was uh, Army when I was in third grade. And then we moved down to Lacey when I was in sixth grade. So I've been here. This is home. I was born in Georgia, but this is uh, definitely home. So, yeah. With the real estate, were you uh, essential or non-essential when uh, in Washington, when the governor initially made those distinctions and restricted things initially we were um non-essential which uh didn't make sense to us because people need housing and apparently in washington state there's about 1700 homes that were in the middle of transact that was what were in transaction work which were in the pipeline and and so they needed inspections and appraisals and they were with lenders and so when he made us non-essential all that went to a halt and, and that wasn't okay. So within um, two days, so Wednesday at midnight, we had to stop all transactions. And then by Saturday morning, he made us essential with guidelines, and which then freed us up to do our job. And so um, it's amazing, you know, I, I, 
it was fine. Okay, I'm, I'm not essential. I get to stay home and I can work on my computer and do stuff that I need to do at home, which was nice. But um, it's amazing how many other people got affected. We couldn't have inspectors, so the inspectors couldn't work. We couldn't have people take our pictures of our homes, so the photographers couldn't work. Praisers couldn't work. So then when we became essential, then all those people got to be also essential. So it's amazing how that trickled down, the fact that trickled down for that. So Saturday morning, everyone got back to work again. And those transactions got uh, back to work. and. And, and they got, you know, people got their clothes and escrow companies were a little slower now because they, they have just so many people working from home. And so um, it's a little slower process. I had one contract that was in and it took, it, it was a cash deal and it should have taken just two weeks, but it took over three weeks to close um, just because it was uh, less people working. So, yeah. What was happening during those, those days from, Wednesday to Saturday and talking to a lot of people and calming people down, you know, and buyers are in the middle of a contract and then they can't do anything. It's all stopped. Like our construction right now, construction has stopped, which I think it should be essential, but um, it has stopped right now. And um, what do you say to those people that need to move out because their lease is up and their home is supposed to be ready or they've sold their home and they need to move into their next home. So it, it's just calming people. And, and, you know, I, I got told once that, we're really, we're real estate agents, but we're more a counselor and we show a couple homes. (laughs) So we really just need to work with people and make sure that they're doing okay. And and that's what I do. I I make sure my clients are taken care of and that they feel okay. And that I'm, I'm working with them and communication is key with that. So what are some of the challenges you're facing in terms of continuing to sell and, and help people find homes with the way things work now? Yeah, so we we so we're essential, but we have guidelines. So I can't when I go and show homes. Uh, before I used to open the door, and then the family would walk in, and I would walk in with them, and we'd show the home, and and everyone would have questions, and I'd answer, and and now I can go in with one other person, for the rest of the family, or the one other person that usually the spouse sits outside and waits, and then I go in with the spouse. So it's it's more time consuming um, because I can't go all in together. I have to have separate conversations with them. I have to be six feet apart from them, of course, social distancing. Um, I have to take Clorox. Uh, I take Clorox wipes. I wear a mask. I have my gloves. Um, I try and be very, uh, you know, socially conscious that I need to uh, wipe everything down and make everything safe for everybody, which I want to. Um, so it's just a little bit more, just you have to be more aware, aware of your surroundings and what you're touching. Um, so that's a little bit different. Um, I have two homes on the market right now and, um, they're not being shown and people aren't looking and, and it's because they're, you know, people aren't, there's not that whole full, the, the entire force of our real estate, um, force that we have aren't looking for homes. There are some that have chosen to stay home and not look. Um, then also, uh, buyers are thinking that after this is over, that the prices are going to drop. So they're waiting. So, and I'm not used to that. I've been very blessed with my business and I have homes that go on the market and within three or four days they're sold. And so I've had one on the market for a few weeks and one on the market for a week that I, it should be sold already. But, um, so it's kind of new to me as well. So that's, that's the challenges I'm facing. Um, the family that just put their house on the market, um, over a week ago, um, 
they, uh, they're looking for a new home and they're putting a contract in. And so they've got 45 days to sell their home. So it's a, it's a pressure. So again, communication, going to get the communication up. So what's the general attitude towards buying a house right now in terms of like, especially on the mortgage side, I was reading this morning that, um, lenders are of course topsy turvy with yeah, yeah. questions. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of erroneous information comes out. Uh, I mean, like when, when the feds dropped it to zero, people thought it was zero. It's really not it goes up and down. Um, and so, you know, zero is mortgage, uh, interest rate. So you just have to check with your lender. Um, I have one, you know, people are not working if they're not essential, they're not working on their own standby. So they can't get a mortgage right now. So I've got one person that wants to move, but, um, or wants to look and buy, but they can't until they get back to work. So there's a lot of things that are stopped. Um, you just have to really talk to your lender about that. I don't work on that side of it. I really try and let the lender work with the buyer, but you, again, communication is key. I just try and stay in my lane and just work with my buyers and, and my sellers and just try. I think selling, putting your house on the market and looking for homes is something you should continue to do in this time. Um, I, uh, and I actually think people think the prices are going to go down. I, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. There was an article that came out yesterday that, that um, after this is over, we're, we're going to be in trouble. I don't think so. I think Thurston County, I think this area here is different than other areas. I think that we're very lucky that we have a robust real estate market, but um, I'm, I'm just not sure what's going to happen. And it depends how long. I mean, I'm hearing that we might be isolated till the end of June. If that happens, it's really going to make it difficult. So it just, there's so uncertainty. It's very unprecedented times that we're in. So just so uncertain. I'm just putting my on and keeping on working. <laughs> so, yeah. There is no doubt these are crazy times and not very exactly so. the way I intended to spend the first part of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I went, I went, I, I saw this on Facebook, you know, and it's like, my mom said she'll slap me into next year and I'm ready for that. <laughs> 21. Yeah. So you just launched into, into real estate and, yeah. and we're, and we're getting rolling there. So, um, what would you say your biggest challenge was starting out, uh, before the virus hit? Um, two years ago, you know, I believe my biggest challenge was trying to get uh, clients or, you know, get, getting people to, uh, to buy with me or sell with me. Um, and so I, I, I uh, did a couple of things. I, I uh, bought leads or, you know, I, I, I went on to realtor.com and I have some leads that come to me, which is good. Um, I also have a great mentor um, that, that taught me some great things and, and he shared some leads with me, which is wonderful. Um, and so that is always good. I, I was in a really, interesting position because I owned a business. I knew a lot of people and I've been here since sixth grade. So, um, I, 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 I didn't have a lot of, uh, trouble, um, starting out or, or had a lot of, uh, um, it wasn't hard, you know, it, it kind of just, it was a very smooth transition into this. Um, but I always wanted to be busier than I was, you know, I remember the first summer, just having a good old time, just waiting for things to happen or, or trying to get those leads. And, and, uh, but it just keeps on, keeps on compounding. I think when you give really good service, no matter what you're doing, customer service is key and your and my clients are everything. And I get a lot of referrals, which I'm very blessed to have. So, um, 
But the biggest thing when you start real estate is just the contacts and uh, making sure that you're of integrity, that you say what you, you know, you do what you say and say what you do. And, um, and that's what I, I go with. So yeah, just trying to, trying to be there for people and what they need. So you're saying how getting, getting contacts and leads was, mm-hmm. was the biggest challenge. And yeah. I imagine that the impact of the virus has changed mm-hmm. how that looks, especially since I know you're very well networked and very actively networked mm-hmm. and just a very social person in general. Thank you. And so that looks different. So how are you adapting and, and what, what all has changed? You know, um, I, uh, every lead that I get and everybody that I talk to, um, I, I, uh, I seem to be talking more to them and, um, and catching up on everything. Um, before when I was really busy, I could let a lead slide sometimes and, but just really making sure that I'm doing the best customer service for everybody because, um, I never know when the next one's going to come in, especially if it's a cold lead. Um, so, so that's probably the, the biggest part now is just making sure that I, I'm doing. And, and I already have, I already have a, a client that I, she's, a, she's done homes with me before, but I already sold her house for February of 2021. I, I'm, I'm getting my ducks in a row for the next year and thinking ahead. And also, you know, I detailed my office and cleaned my files and, and putting uh, spreadsheets in. I'm doing those kind of things that I find that I don't have time to do when I'm really busy. And so I, I think that if we just, I, I really do, well, I, I know the first week that this happened, I was like down. I was like, this is awful. This is terrible. And I think we really need to check ourselves that it's, it is bad, but what are you doing to make it okay? And so I've done more advertising. I've done more social media. I've done those things to get me set up because I do know when this is lifted, I'm going to be really, really busy. Are you having to spend a lot more time warming up the leads over the yes. phone and through email? Yeah. 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 And then you get a lot of people that um, are bored. And so they go on to realtor.com or they go on to other sites, uh, Zillow, and they look and then they, they contact you and they really don't want to, they really don't want to look. So I'm trying to figure out where they're at um, and then and trying to see what, how I can help them. And, and so it's kind of spending more time doing that right now. You know, they'll send you properties that are already taken. <laughs> so you have to tell them, no, that's already, that's already gone, but we can look at other properties and then they don't get back to you. So, and, you know, it's just part of the game. It's part of their, you know, real estate business. But uh, it's just uh, finding yourself things that you need to do and, and, you know, not letting this time slip away. We're never, hopefully, ever going to have this kind of time again. So are you getting up every day? Are you getting dressed? Are you getting in your office? Are you working? Are you just letting it slide away? And so um, my house is so organized <laughs> more than it's ever been because I don't want to waste this opportunity to make sure that everything is done because there's going to be a time when I don't have time to do it. <laughs> so, Absolutely. But yeah. My wife and I, we finally have most of our art hung up. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you. So I'm going to jump a little bit. Um, sure. Now that we're a couple weeks into... Um, the all the restrictions and Mm. having to adapt and respond what would you would you do anything differently to prepare or put yourself in in a different or better position 
had you known that a global economic and health crisis save more money save more money yeah you know it it actually doesn't matter how much you make you spend you know and uh or or you you we save we're fine uh my husband and i are fine but it's just i would uh save more so then i could spend more on businesses in town to support them and uh and also just uh i'm not worried but it's just making sure that i i that we're going to be okay for as long as it goes um prepare for uh um it's really interesting i i've been on this role for the past 14 15 months where i've been getting two or three or four paychecks a, a month five paychecks a month been really steady and for some reason all of a sudden I didn't have anything but one paycheck this month. And it's just like, all of a sudden it just kind of, and it's not from the pandemic. It was just because it just like ran its course. And then now I was rebuilding and it's like, wait, I think if that would have, if I would have known, I would have three months ago been like, okay, so let's start going. <laughs> and and uh, I kind of like, cause I was so busy. I kind of like, you know, pulled back a little, I wouldn't have done that. So would have, would have made sure that I wouldn't have uh, 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 taken that little break and maybe not gone on that huge vacation and, you know, been more prepared for this. Um, you know, I think Thurston County is doing an amazing job. I mean, the numbers are lower. Um, I, I was in a grocery store last night and it was amazing how little less people were there. But when I walked around a corner and saw someone, they stopped so I could go by. Everyone is doing their distancing just perfect. And, and I was just truly amazed how, how, uh, our county is really responding to this. So very proud of, of people around here because they really are taking it seriously. So I think people are adapting well. I've been very impressed with that as well. In terms yeah. of the community, um, I wanted to kind of take the employee question because I imagine as real estate, you're not employing very many people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to ask you about the the activity that's that's been going on with the EDC and the chamber. How involved mm-hmm. have you been with that? Well, since I'm president of the chamber, I have Lacey Sassan chamber. I'm kind of really active with what we're doing. Um, I am so proud of the executive director, Blaine Land and our team um, at the chamber office for all that they've done. Um, the, the information they've gotten out, um, the, the, the grants, the loans, the, the um, different information from the EDC, they're always pumping out information um, so on social media, getting that information out to to all the small businesses. In fact, one um, we just learned that a, a, a Lacey business, small business, um, just got a $10,000 grant. He was one of the first ones that got it from the city of Lacey. Um, and so uh, that's very promising. And so it's nice that we're all supporting each other. So I'm very proud of that. Um, uh, our executive director, like I said, Blaine is coming up with great ideas. I just got an email this morning from uh, Blaine with the Andy Ryder, our mayor, and, um, and uh, another person involved that we're going to be doing something else. A great idea that's going to come that's going to help small businesses. So there's all this synergy um, between the EDC, the Thurston County Chamber, the Lacey Sound Chamber, and small businesses just trying to see how we can support each other and get through this. And very proud to be a part of that. So um, they're just proud of what we've all come together. I think in crisis, it's it shows what kind of community we are. Um, just like after 9-11, um, our, our whole country was unified. And I think our city is the same. Our cities, Thurston County, a county as well, is the same way. 
has any as a real estate agent has any of that federal or local assistance been one applicable to you and have you applied for any of it yes so i have applied for a grant um and um, haven't heard yet um i was uh our northwest mls and our realtor association has told realtors to do that to apply for those things because they're there for us um because we definitely aren't making the money that we were when houses are sitting you know on the market a little longer we aren't making the money that we used to make and so i've applied for that haven't heard from it um and then the other thing is um unemployment um, I am self-employed, so I would not get it um, normally, but um, we are, we have applied for, uh, it's kind of funny, I have employed for, I have applied for self-employment, unemployment, excuse me, I did get it, I got zero a week for a year, <laughs> but, which is funny, they, 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 uh, they approved me zero a week for a year, but um, the federal government is going to um, come in and then they'll start applying the federal money to that. And so I just have to every week apply, you know, every week I have to put my numbers in and like I dig it a little paycheck. So I put that in and, and then they'll start coming, they'll, the federal government will, the money will come in from the federal government to pay the self-employed. But it's so funny. I got approved for zero a week for a year. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of funny. Um, so yeah, I have, because it, you know, it does make a difference, you know, um, we are, like I said, the houses aren't moving as fast and, you know, especially with the older community. Um, I've got a, a home that, you know, probably for an older person in Centralia and uh, um, it's in a, a mobile home park and they're not looking and, and they shouldn't, they're higher risk. Um, so I, uh, it's, it's, yeah, so yeah, I have done that. So is that unemployment part of the changes that the CARES Act made to how yes. unemployment works? Yeah, yeah, because self-employed, you don't get unemployment, and they've made the difference there, and the federal government will come in. And then our stimulus checks, in fact, I, I, my husband and I received ours. Actually, it's in our bank, but it will be uh, uh, available to us on the 15th, which I think a lot of people will get theirs by, the, by tomorrow. And so half of our family has gotten theirs in their bank accounts to be released on the 15th. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So... And, and do you, are you just going online and seeing it there? Yeah. Yeah. It says pending. So, and that was Monday morning. It was there. So I'm sure everyone else will be the same way. And, and it's interesting, you know, this is the thing that just kills me about social media or Facebook or I, I kind of have to remove myself because there's so much erroneous information. People, I know, I know uh, it is. It's very frustrating because it's, uh, they're making this into political, which it's not. But uh, there's just so much information I saw someone say, well, they're paying these people first and then they're paying these people and then no, or they're paying you by age or they're paying. No, um, I do very well and I got paid already. It's, it's, it's just all depends. I haven't done my 2019 taxes yet because I don't need to. We have an extension. And so they're going off my 18. I mean, there's just so much erroneous information. I wish people would, would not do that. But anyway, <laughs> so... I think it's funny that the that the like flat stimulus check is seems to be the only thing people are talking about because there's so much in that CARES yeah. Act that especially the unemployment stuff that's just yeah. so much more impactful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And does a lot more. 
for people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, and you, you know, I mean, I, my, my brother works full time for a big organization in town and he's on standby, but he gets unemployment. And so, you know, they, they've had to do that. So people can get more money, you know, they can't get their pay. So. Is there anything more that you want to say about, um, the federal or local assistance or just anything you think, especially a younger small business should, should think about or know about, uh, specifically with those. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 uh, my husband and I, Tom owning Forza, I, uh, we've talked a lot about what we, what we would be doing if we had Forza and, and we'd probably be doing drive-through only and, um, and keeping just him and I working and, uh, and trying to take care of our employees. Cause we've always been our team members. We've always did that when we owned it, but it just keep on looking to the future for the small businesses, do the things you're supposed to like this, you know, this one gentleman that got a $10,000 grant for his business. And he, from the city of Lacey, about those things, it's not going to come to you. You've got to be proactive and uh, think outside the box. There's another business in town. Um, Linnea's gift shop. She, she, uh, you know, she could have just, she's not essential at all. It's a gift shop, but she decided to do uh, Easter baskets for people and, and do curbside. And it was wonderful. I, I, I got one from our daughter and, and, but she, she, the amount of business she did it last week was huge because of that thinking outside the box. Well, since she's thought outside the box and did it, she's going to do it for mother's day. She's going to do it for all holidays, make baskets and gift gift boxes for people because that's a new stream of revenue that she can get. So out of this, this, this thing that we're in, this pandemic and, and what has happened to us can come great ideas and great things. And, and, but if you wallow in it and think, oh, poor me, and, and not, not see what we could do, you'll never know the changes you can make. So my advice to small businesses is sit down with a piece of paper and write down, you know, hundred ideas that you could be doing differently. Um, when I first thought, first happened, and I, you know, like I said, Tom and I talked about how would we do Forza? I would have been the first day going to all businesses and saying, what can we bring you? I would be drive-through. I would be uh, takeout. I would be um, um, having all my employees in their cars delivering, you know, um, to anybody. Um, I, uh, I, I would be doing it myself instead of having Uber or someone else do it. I would, I would see what we could do to, uh, to, to make money because that's what you need to do thinking outside the box. I know that everyone can't, they just have to be totally shut down. But, but then if you have to, what other resources, the federal government is giving so much money. So how can you do that? Um, the, the, one of the grants that I applied for took me two minutes on my phone to apply for. It was the simplest application ever. Simple. And, uh, so, um, you know, just, just really trying to trying to think outside the box, but you hear some great stories and, 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 uh, John Pierre's, uh, 316, it's a, a restaurant here in town. He's doing curbside and he's made, you know, we've done a couple family dinners with him and just thinking outside the box. So yeah, keep yourself going. John Pierre's is a place I wanted to go. Uh, and I only heard about it about a week and a half before everything got shut down. So I'm going to have yeah. to, maybe I'll go try the food. Well, yeah, I get their menu. The she, Carrie, the, the owner's wife, sends me the menu. Uh, just sent me a new one. Every It's Tuesday through Saturday, I believe, or Tuesday through Friday that they deliver or that they do curbside, and it's wonderful. So you just text them your order, and you, you uh, pay, and, and then you, it's, it's easy. So, yeah. Well, I know what, how I'm celebrating Friday. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
So for, for a business owner, obviously thinking outside the box is really important, but what, what advice would you give to help them get motivated and, and focus in order to, to do that thinking? Because obviously it's very easy to get, get discouraged, especially if you're just Mm -hmm. bleeding money every day. Yeah, exactly. And then I, and I understand, I literally spent the first week just thinking, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Um, and, and, and being part of that. And, and we all go through, especially if you're living alone or you're, you're, you're not, you're very socially active and you're not um, seeing people, it really can get you down. So um, I would say, talk to someone, call someone, call me, uh, I'll answer the phone. Um, call, uh, call um, your, you know, chamber office, call, call people that can help you and, uh, and stay connected that way. Um, I, I didn't realize how, how, uh, cause I am an extrovert, just a little. <laughs> and so, so I had a, for one of our meetings, I had a huge zoom meeting with 50 some people. And when I got the phone, I was so energized because I saw people. And so, so it just really just get yourself, um, or, you know, talk to people every day and, and, and other businesses, business people know business people. So just see who you can get connected to. Even if you don't know them, try and call them or get with them on Facebook or, or, or connect that way. Um, in times of crisis, um, you see people rise. You see people helping people that normally they could be too busy to. So reach out. I don't think anyone would say, I can't help you. Reach out, even if you don't know the person. And uh, I'm always here. Reach out to me. I'll always help anybody. So, um, I, I reach out. Sounds great. I'll have to link everybody to your, to your Facebook page. Obviously I was going to do yeah, it anyway, but yeah. now they know how to find your phone number. Yeah. And, and it's not about, and it's not about me selling the house to them or me, but it's about just being a human being and helping people. I mean, last week I, I had a bad day, uh, a couple of bad days last week and it. And, um, I was, people were asking me how I'm doing. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm just so tired. I wasn't, I was sad. I was sad because I, 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 you know, my mother's older and I haven't seen her in a few days, few days. And I, I, you know, just, it's just sad. And, and, and we have to let ourselves have those emotions, but then really realize um, that everyone's going through it and then find ways to get yourself out of that and, uh, and talking to people that will understand it. So reach out to people. Yep. Reach out. And you never know who, what resources people have. Connect people. People are, connectors so find someone that can connect you to who you need that's the best thing i've been very i've been very excited about doing this podcast for for just that reason getting to connect with people and yeah well it's wonderful alec it's it's great i know the different people that you've interviewed and and what a great service you're doing for the community and then also for them because i've i've been excited to do this with you and i know you've had some great people on And uh, it's a great service that you're giving to people. So thank you for doing it. Well, thank you. I'm I'm actually, you you mentioned to Andy and I'll be interviewing him. And that's the last one I have scheduled. And then, so. Yeah, good, good. And, and, you know, Andy's our mayor of Lacey and he's just such a wealth of information as well. And he is, uh, what I love about uh, all mayors love their cities. And, and, but I just really just know Andy because of Lacey, because I'm with the chamber, but he really does love our community and, and wants the best for it. And, and you can see that in every decision he makes and what he does with the city count with the city council. And so I I'm excited to hear what he has to say. So, yeah, me too. So yeah. my last question, uh, 
uh, I believe is one that was suggested to me and I, and I added after I'd sent you the questions, but oh, I like those kind of questions. It's not, it's not too hard. So looking to the future one, what do you think will, will change in terms of how, how we interact with each other? Mm -hmm. um, especially in something as social as real estate and how are you preparing for when everything goes back to whatever our new normal is? Yeah. Good question. So I think um, when, when we, you know, my question is when we, when the governor lifts it, what happens? Do we just go back to, to being normal and then people get sick? I mean, I'm kind of worried about that. So I don't think we're going to go back to normal for a long time. I think people are going to be very aware. I think, I think older people and people that are, have compromised immunity systems should wear a mask for a while um, until we figure out how to, how to, to uh, uh, you know, to figure out how we combat this. But um, so I think people are going to be very aware of their surroundings for a while. I think it, there's not going to be a lot of hugging, a lot of socializing probably, but people are going to stay six feet, three, four feet away. And, and you know, if you, I, I was talking to someone yesterday and he had said, you know, after 9-11, people were very aware of their surroundings, very aware. And then after three or four months, and then we got a little, then after a year, you don't remember, you remember th what happened, but you're not as aware. And that's what will happen with this. Out of the gate, we're going to be very aware. We're going to be very conscious. We're going to wear masks. We're going to be very not touching our faces. We're going to do all that. And then three or four months later, it's going to be less. And then within a year, it will be back to normal, whatever the government says that normal can be for what's going on with this virus. But um, so I think that it's going to be weird coming out of this and, uh, and how we interact with each other. Um, I can't wait to go and hug everybody, but I know that that's not going to be realistic. <laughs> it can't be because um, I'm an extrovert again. I think those markers at Costco and all those things are going to stay in place for a while after. I don't think all those things are going to come down at the supermarket. You see those, you know, three or four feet away from each other when you're in line. I think those are going to stay there for a while, even after the ban is lifted, because people still need to be conscious of, of, of their space. So I think we just have to get through that time. Um, and then for my business, I'm just going to do what I'm doing now. I'm going to be very conscious. I'm going to take my wipes with me. I'm going to wear my gloves. Um, I'm going to have sanitizer. Um, I hope there's more toilet paper available. I think that's so weird. I don't understand that. Um, I think people get scared. So I, 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 I think I'm going to do exactly what I'm doing now. But just be very conscious of things. It will be fascinating in retrospect. Is there anything else that you want to want to share and and say to to other people, other business owners, or just generally the world? <laughs> That's big. Um, no, I just want to say thank you first of all to, for you doing this. Like I said before, just if you're a business owner, just keep on going, keep keep on being strong. Reach out to people, tell people what you need. You know, just you know, get on Facebook or get on social media and say, you know, tell ideas, uh, tell people what you're, what you're doing. You know, if you're giving, if you're doing gift cards and, and, uh, you know, $20 gift cards, usually 20 bucks and you're doing a $20 gift card, but giving $25, you know, let people know those things so people can help you. Um, and so, uh, cause I'm trying to support any business that I can. 
um, in during this time so that, that we, can, we can all get through this. I don't want to see any businesses closed because of the coronavirus. Just, just that would be not what our community needs. So reach out, uh, tell people what you need. And uh, if you get down, get, you know, reach out to people because that's what you need to do. I couldn't agree more. If you would like to get in touch with me about this podcast, you can send an email to podcast at alecbeers.com. I can't wait to post more of these interviews, so stay tuned for the next episode coming out Monday, April 20th. I hope everyone has a good rest of their day, and here's to our next conversation. This music has been provided by Otis McDonald. If you've watched any of the vlogs I create with my wife, then you've no doubt heard more of his tracks. I encourage everyone to go check him out on YouTube as he is one of my favorite artists to use for background tracks. 